0: The number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
1: Welcome to a bonus episode of Raptors Over Everything, a podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Lou. I got to say, um, I'm not really sure what this podcast really is. I guess if I had to describe it as something, it would be a reaction podcast, a day to a and see where... Everybody has spoken for, except for Kawhi Leonard, just like yesterday. And, um, you know, if you're anything like me, if you're a fiend, you have been staring at your phone all day, refreshing uh, Twitter to see if there are any new updates. And really, there aren't any actual credible updates. There's a lot of people who are on the outside, and we're talking about periphery characters who have described this and that about the Raptors and the organization and the Lakers and what Kawhi's thinking, what the Clippers are doing. Like, realistically say for a very small handful of sources nobody knows and especially in the case of Kawhi Leonard really nobody knows because like this is the most secretive player in the league he keeps to himself and most of the reporting about Kawhi has been very inaccurate but in any case people have been sort of going up and down and um, you know I we have me and Alex are doing a whole show called Kawhi Watch about this so I'm, I'm not exactly about to judge that element but I think really why I wanted to do this podcast was because I've been asked this you know question from multiple people throughout the day of just sort of, you know, if Kawhi had left, does this change how the championship is for you? And I think that's the one question that has sort of perplexed me the most because I thought, honestly, there would be an end. There would be an end um, to this sort of self-doubt that has plagued the Raptors fans for so long. And, you know, I I mean, maybe I was naive to think that one title was going to erase all that, that people were going to have self-esteem after this. But it just it seems to be something where people are just very comfortable in it. And again, I'm not there to judge anybody for how they feel, but what I have to say for myself personally, and I think what I would like to see in terms of just the fan base is like, like, we got to get over this, man. We have to get over this. Like this title, we waited 24 years for this title. We have watched some garbage teams. The Raptors have gone on an entire 82 game season and won 16 games, 20 games, 21 games, 23 games. Like, my first ever Raptor game I went to, and it was a very long time, you know, since becoming an actual fan before I actually got into the arena. But, like, I went to go see, like, you know, Steve Nash have a triple double in like 20 minutes and the Raptors got destroyed. And then I went to see, like, Tyreek Evans have a triple double and the Raptors got destroyed. Like, Raptors fans, we've waited a long time for this 24 years. And I think this idea that, you're gonna let anybody take this feeling away from you i think that i just i don't personally i don't comprehend that i don't understand that yes people are gonna make jokes of course there's a whole economy out there of people on twitter making bad jokes i'm one of them and you know people are just gonna live to sort of make content off the demise of others and it is what it is it's unfortunate but that's part of the consumption of sports and all sorts of in in every sport, not just around, not just Toronto, not just uh, basketball, but you know everywhere, and and that just is what it is. But you you gotta just you gotta know what's real. You gotta know what's real. And I think after twenty four seasons, and you get one championship, and and how difficult that championship was to attain, how unlikely that championship was to attain, nobody can take that from you. Nobody, nobody, and um, you know, and that includes Kawhi. Like, looks, look, listen. Kawhi, if he wants to go home and he wants to play in Los Angeles, or if he's attracted to this lie that LeBron's telling everybody about, oh, I'm just gonna step to the side and you know, oh well I'm just gonna sit over here and you guys are gonna really handle the business and you guys can get all the credit. Like if if he buys on all that, that's his prerogative. First off, he's worked his whole career to get to this point, to get his first real crack at free agency. This is his first test of free agency. He had a very long playoff run. I mean, it's been a day, like, if he wants to take some time to think about it, and if he ultimately thinks, I got to be in Los Angeles, and I got to play for the Lakers, or maybe I even gotta even got to play for the Clippers, that's his decision, he's earned it, you know what, you, you shake his hand, you tell him thank you for all the memories, and you, you let him on his way, but that doesn't take anything away from the Raptors championship, and really, like, there are going to be people that want to take things away from it, people are going to make jokes about it. People are going to say the Raptors are never going to win a championship again. People are going to say, oh, Kawhi won that championship. The Raptors didn't win that championship. People are going to make memes, I'm sure, photoshops of when Kyle Lowry's raising the banner at the start of next season. And people are going to photoshop, like, Kawhi on there or LeBron on there or whatever. People are going to make LeBronto jokes. I mean, like, I don't care. And neither should you, really. Because, again, this title, what it means to the city of Toronto, what it means to you as a Raptors fan – That's for you to decide. And really, after watching all this bad basketball and sort of going, seeing the Raptors go through all these struggles, how could you let anybody take that away from you? You know what I mean? Like, how? Even a guy like Kawhi, if he wants to leave, that's his prerogative. That's fine. But it doesn't say anything about the championship. It doesn't say, it doesn't erase everything that went on. And like, let's be real. People are going to say, look, Kawhi was the reason they won the championship. That is true. Kawhi was the best player on the Raptors. He, He got finals MVP, had an amazing final title run. He had, like, the third most points ever by any player in a single playoff run. That's amazing stuff. But at the same time, that doesn't take away from Kyle Lauer being a champion. You know, if – if Kyle Lowry wasn't there, like, no, the Raptors don't win a championship either. It's it, Look at the way game six happened. He's coming comes out, scores 11 straight points. Like look at the way Kyle Larry stepped up in game four against the Bucks. You know what I mean? Like just so many instances throughout the entire playoff run, the way even he, after, after he had the zero points in game one, the way he responded, bounced back and, and really guided this team with his leadership and with his poise and his calm and his playmaking and his defense. Like, I mean, Kyle Lowry's a champion for a reason. Pascal Siakam, in his first playoff run, really, as a true featured you know, rotation player, has multiple games where he goes for 30. He has games where he's, I mean, game six, with the game on the line, with the series, the season, the title on the line, one-point game on the road, 32 seconds left. They come out of the timeout. Who do they go to? Not Kawhi Leonard, not anybody else. Pascal Siakam in a pick and roll. He scores over Draymond Green. Pascal's a champion. Kawhi leaves. that doesn't take anything away from that. People make jokes. Pascal's still a champion. He's still a champion. Marcus Saul's still a champion. Like, yo, he really turned Nick Vucevic into like Jared, you know, Sullinger after that, you know, leg injury. And he, he turned Joel Embiid into someone who was constantly sick. And, you know, I mean, like, bro, look, the way the number of times he slapped the ball out of Giannis's hands and the way he played in, against, you know, the Warriors at times, like, man, that man's a champion. That man went 13 seasons. Sacrificed everything, waived this, you know, you know, trade kicker this year when he, you know, agreed to sign with the Raptors, on, or when he agreed to trade to the Raptors. And this man's a champion. Serge Ibaka's a champion. You know what I mean? The way he sacrificed throughout the entire season, coming in, accepting, you know, this timeshare situation, this platoon situation, changing his position, and then when Jonas goes down, night after night, having to battle these bigger dudes, getting destroyed by guys like Jokic and Nurkic and whoever else, man. And then for Marcus to come in and then for him to walk to the bench and then for him to start the playoffs slowly, for him to come back and have the series that he did against, you know, the Sixers playing in a two-big lineup, for him to pull up on Ben Simmons, five three-pointers in Game 7, the way he played throughout the playoffs in the finals, I mean, the six blocks that he had in Game 3 at the Oracle and the – I mean, <laughs> just – all the times that that Serge Ibaka scored double judges on the Raptors won, like Serge Ibaka is a champion. Fred Van Vliet is a champion for all the shit that he took. For I mean, realistically, he was playing like garbage, but the way he bounced back, I've never seen a bounce back like that. You you go from what he did in the Sixers series to what he did in the Bucks, and then this. this And then the Warriors, I mean, down the stretch in game six, when the Raptors couldn't get offense from, you know, Kyle had cooled off and, you know, Kawhi never really had it going the whole night. I mean, who closed that game out? It was Fred. The number of threes he hit in the fourth quarter just to keep the Raptors in front. Like, Fred is a champion. The guy went through so much bullshit. And you just look at this team. Listen, the Raptors are champions. I don't care who wants to take away from this stuff. I don't care how much negativity people want to put on this. It just seems ignorant. Like I don't I don't want to talk about like you know, Lou Williams saying, Oh my god, I had to open a bank account. Like, bro, that doesn't reflect badly on Toronto, that reflects badly on you. A grown adult can't open a bank account when you're a millionaire. Just imagine the optics of that. How are you gonna complain about that? Oh man, I got to stand in customs. Yo, people got harder lies than having to stand in customs. All right, people, really, really, they really got harder lies. People talking about uh, Antonio Davis talking about the metric system. You know what I mean? Really, where the whole world is using the metric system except for like the states and a couple of select islands, and you really want want to complain about having to, your kids having to learn what a centimeter is word like really more knowledge is bad for you more it's just it's ridiculous you know what I mean like Chris Bosch talking about how oh I can't watch myself on ESPN I, I'm sorry like your little corny like car salesman video like yo that's bro that 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 doesn't matter like that, that shouldn't matter you know what I mean like it, this is where I credit Kawhi more than anything else and I'm not saying everyone has to be like Kawhi people can be free to play you know be whatever they want but at least Kawhi came here and like many other rappers on this team showed us what it means to be a winner showed what it means as a star player to focus on winning to lead by example the focus that he showed i mean if it's a one year marriage whatever but he gave everything to the situation he and he and he completely delivered above and beyond what he needed to do and That's a player, more than anything else, where I look at him and I have to say, I don't question his commitment to winning. I look at Kyle Lowry, I don't question his commitment to winning. I look at Fred, I don't question it. When I look at all these guys down the line for the Raptors, these guys, I don't question what they mean to be winners. And I think that, more than anything else, is to change the Messiah's brought to this franchise. I mean, how many times have players come to Toronto and you know they're not winning players? They're not winning players. You know what I mean? Their priorities are elsewhere. They want to do this. They want to score. They don't want to play defense. They want to get their brand up. They want to get traded. They want to get a new deal. You know, Mike James scoring like 25 points a game in April. Like, yo, Like these guys are not winners. Their priorities are not winning. They didn't want to win in Toronto. And like when when I hear about this other stuff, like I'm just thinking like the Raptors have gone through way too much shit for anybody to take away this moment. And 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 you know if Kawhi wants to leave, you you just got to respect the decision. That's it is what it is. Yes, we're gonna obsessively focus on it because we want to know what the future of the Raptors looks like if he stays, the Raptors have a great chance to defend their title. And if he leaves, then obviously that really goes out the window. And so people are going to be a concern about that, but like, man, it, the title is the title you're going to remember this thing forever like you're going to have this moment forever you know what i mean like people talk about oh man you know i, I don't know if you know, if players want to come to toronto if the all, all you know the, we have kawana dying and you have a championship and you have an organization you have low management and still a player wants to leave like what does that say about the city of toronto like no you're looking at it you're looking at it wrong kawana's his own man He's gonna decide whatever he wants to do. That's fine. If it wasn't enough for Kawhi, it wasn't enough for Kawhi. And maybe it was enough for Kawhi, but he had to go home. Whatever. That's that's fine. That's a one case scenario. You know what actually reflects well in the city of Toronto and the Raptors as a fan base? Three million people in the streets, the city coming to a stop. People are stopping on their construction jobs and people are, are climbing the the, the gardener and people are just like risking death basically to like climb atop like street signs and they're packed everywhere. People in offices posting sticky notes. You know what I mean? Like that's what reflects well on the city of Toronto. That's what reflects well on you know the country of Canada. That's what reflects well on the Raptors fan base. It's like that. That is what you can have here. And if you are a special player of Kawhi's of Kauai's stature, and if you come to Toronto, that's the kind of love that we will show you here. That's that's what you can have. And so I don't look at it as oh man, a fridge and turned down all of that. The city is completely doomed. Like no. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as this is an opportunity that's here. If it's not good enough for Kawhi, that's fine. But it will be good enough for somebody. I promise you. I promise you. You don't think players across the NBA looked at the situation and said, damn, I wish I was in Kawhi's shoes right now. You know what I mean? You don't think Giannis looked at Toronto and said, damn, I wish I was in Kawhi's shoes right now? So, like, yeah, uh, we're – whatever, Kawhi might leave, you might go, whatever, but just, this moment is yours, and, and don't let anybody take it away from you, I guess that's, this is a weird podcast to record, um, you know, it's Canada Day, and really, I should be outside looking at the fireworks, and, you know, e- enjoying how beautiful night, uh, this is, in, in summertime in Toronto, nighttime is, is the most blessed time, um, but, it's just, the texts, and the, the, the messages that I've gotten, like, it's just, I don't know man. Hold your head up, Toronto. Hold your head up. You know, we're we're champions. <laughs> we're champions, you know what I mean? Um, you know, other teams are trying to do this and that and free agency is about building this player and that player and that that feels like a win. You know what really is a win? When you lift the Larry O'Brien draft, when you lift Larry O'B, when you know Kyle Lowry can finally lift Larry O'B after all these years, when Masayu Ujiri can take Larry b off the podium and take it back to africa with him you know what i mean like that that's real winning this this agency shit of like oh man look at this team they just got jj reddick for like two years 26 million dollars what a steal what a win that's not winning that's just okay cool like they made a move but the ultimate goal is that gold ball and i think we should after twenty four years, after all these other things, we should really know that. We should really know that, and that's how we should know that this moment is precious. No one can take this moment away from us. There's going to be a gold tab on the Raptors jersey, and on every single Raptors jersey from here until the rest of the time, every single one that's going to be pressed and printed is going to have the gold tab on it. And if you don't have it, you probably bought it from AliExpress, and that thing is fake. You probably <laughs> it probably wasn't actually a thirty dollar jersey. You probably just got duped. But you know, whatever. You know, live your life. But again we're champions, we're champions, if Kawhi leaves, we're champions, if Kawhi stays, we're probably going to be two-time champions, so just hold your heads up, hold your heads up, happy Canada Day, I don't know why I record this podcast, other than to just get this thing off my chest, but uh, you know, when we hear more about Kawhi, there'll be more podcast content, so look out for that, and of course, more Kawhi Watch, so thanks everyone for listening, again, happy Canada Day to everyone out there, and we're champions,
0: we're champions.